Oh, baby. Really? Like, That's how we're going to start? Yeah, man. You know? You know little, Have you no it, shame? No. You know. Are we ever going to take this seriously, right? Ever? No. Because <laughs> we're recording on a Sunday, which we have never... Well, Sunday night, which we have never done. Ever. Well, you, you wanted to get down and dirty on a Friday. And I went antiquing on Saturdays. So. <laughs> you know, it happens. I was I was literally expecting a morning record. That's why I hit you up at first bright and early. I don't know why you expect a morning record with my darling, darling child. <laughs> and now that he's mobile, like I figured he'd get mobile and I could like put him in like a playpen and we could record in the morning. But now he's also speaking, and if he sees a mic, he thinks it's his time to shine. So, <laughs> you will not turn my baby into a SoundCloud rapper. That's what you will not do. Right? But anyway, we already have Phoebe for that. We don't need. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Charm, where your co-hosts and we never, ever, ever start the show the way a show is supposed to be started, but. You won't get a show. I'm Ray, multitasking like always, joined by my co-host. The ever illustrious and tired mom, Janelle. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's been a so, weekend. It's been a weekend. Um, my hair is a different color, which means I my mental state is it's not as wild as it used to be. Oh, that's that's good, right? Yeah. Maybe? Okay. <laughs> I would have walked into the office tomorrow with some, like, <laughs> Dion here. <laughs> Being like, y'all know what's up. Y'all know I'm unstable. Do they? Because you don't work with, like, a bunch of coloreds. <laughs> Actually, I feel like I only black coworkers are going to be like, oh... I get it. Y'all, you, I was like, you saw the slack. <laughs> oh, man. Guys. So what have you been up to? What have you been doing outside of watching TV? I have been enjoying the Closet Confessions podcast. Uh, Is that the one you sent me? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's so, they have like mini episodes which are like 15 minutes their full episodes are no more than 51 minutes and it, it's it's literally like oh man <laughs> i just think that all best friends just have that like there's always gonna be a moment when one best friend says something so out of pocket that takes <laughs> takes you like by surprise you're just like oh my god what the hell is happening <laughs> and i love that like every episode it just bounces back and forth between uh candace and surreal just like oh wow you really just said I know that, me huh? having to do edits and i'm just like oh my god <laughs> like last edit was 10 i took out 10 minutes worth of conversation and dead space and please do not hit the table this week <laughs> oh I have no, I, 
guys. You know what? I'm actually going to turn my camera on so y'all can see the dedication. This is what happens when you when you got a nine to five and you also have a podcast. Um, Yeah, you end up having to like twist your hair while you're mm-hmm. recording. We you did know? promise you guys video this week so that Ray could do her clips, but maybe next week because both of us have like tired eyes and oh my I god, mean, it's, been, it's been a week. It's been my a week. shirt got like food stains on it. I have like oh I have um crumbs on me because I fed a parrot uh, Tostitos before I got here before I came home. Do I want to know? Did you go to like a zoo or did somebody have a parrot? Somebody had a parrot. Oh, okay. And yeah. Not a monkey? Not a monkey, a parrot. Okay. (laughs) I was just like, oh, hey, I realized um, when my grandmother had parakeets, I was a child and was like, ooh, birdie. As an adult, a bird is not a pet that I want. It is not a pet that I want. Not at all. We had parakeets growing up, and them things used to kamikaze themselves into the wall. Like, you would take them out, and they would, like, throw themselves into things. So, and then I think working at the shelter, I don't want a parrot. I'm good. (laughs) Hanging out with this parrot. um, Yo. (laughs) That parrot can cry like a human child. Yeah. Yeah. So you just trying to like have a conversation and then there's the parrot crying like a baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely or, not. Or it'll just start screaming for no reason. Oh, okay. So like a human child. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then that's my also life. like a human child. It'll just be like, hello. And it's just like, who are you talking to? It's like, who why the fuck you? y'all in my house? That's what it is. Why y'all bitches in my house? I'm trying every way to tell y'all to get the fuck out. And y'all ain't listening. Actually, that parrot was only calm when it was on somebody's shoulder. It was chill. Mm-hmm. So like a child. Up. Up. Oh, gosh. Up. I'm so tired. Well, homegirl I have, was eating a currant roll. Baldur's Gate. And trying mm-hmm. to sleep, guys. All I've been doing is trying to play Baldur's Gate. I stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning trying to take out the goblin camp. And I did it. I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of myself. But I've been so exhausted that I don't even want to touch my laptop. Because I know I ain't going to get no sleep. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah. I haven't even read anything because I've been playing Baldur's Gate. And then I went I went antiquing and I got uh, uh, uh let me tell you let me tell you how it started though. I was telling my husband I was gonna get a baker's rack off of the Skit Scout site off of Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And when I went to go put in the coupon code, the coupon code didn't work for the color that I wanted. So then I started looking at other stuff and I realized like, why am I spending $300 on like MDF and like pressed wood? Mm-hmm. So we went antiquing on Saturday and I bought a buffet table. Ooh. It is so pretty. And then I bought a secretary 
for all of my crystals. Oh my God, when you come, it's so pretty. It is like this tan color and it's painted. It has like vines. It's so witchy. Mm -hmm. And it lights up. So the inside lights up and I'm going to get like big chunks of selenite for each row and then have all my crystals spread out and then have my tarot cards in the actual storage. I know. I spent so much money this weekend. I'm disgusted with myself. I, well, we went and saw two apartments. uh, You did. On Friday. And I was like, oh, I'm imagining. We haven't even started the paperwork. But you know, when you start entering into the Lululand, I've already started uh, like, oh, this is what I want for this this corner. And I was like, ooh. I looked at the video I took of it and I was like, you know what? This will make better sense in this corner. And I was like, oh. mm-hmm. it's so cute. So cute. Furnishing a home is so expensive. I mean, I haven't I been here for for years. <laughs> and I was like, I just want to, like, I saw a pair of chairs that I want and they're mm-hmm. gorgeous. They're like this, they're, they're fully wood and they're brown and then they, they have like white they're armless, so they're like those really big ones, but they're not the overstuffed ones. They're like oh. fancy ones. Mm-hmm. And I had to talk myself out of them because I have children. <laughs> and then Mel was like, you should have gotten them. And I was like, do not tell me that. <laughs> do not tell me that. And they were cheaper than like, like the pair was only $300. Mm-hmm. I had to talk myself out of them. So... I'm just trying to, like, I want the first floor, like, when you walk in, to be like, oh, my God. You hear this, That's guys? a wish. You hear this? On the first floor. Look at you. Look Get at out. You, you know what? Look at the you wealth. Look at the, look at the wealth. Oh, I aspire to have acres. You no, know, you don't. All these goddamn footage. bugs. All these bugs. Yeah, I, I can't do bugs. I can't. I can't, I can't do bugs. We got that deck, and I have not between the heat and them damn wasps. I'm good. I was between like, October will be my time. Yo, <laughs> let October come so I can live. I'm trying to clean the house before Sam Hain, and I am running out of time. I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm trying to get the first floor done so I can have my simmer pot, and we can go into like my little love spells for the rest of the year and stuff like I'm trying, but I am running out of time. Speaking of spells, I have, um, I didn't, I haven't, I didn't like my Italy candles. Oh, um, so so you need, oh man. I was like, so she's trying to charm an Italian. Hey man. White for protection, green for money, and red for love. Are you gonna mm-hmm. like put like gelato next to it or like a panna cotta or something <laughs> like that to get you in it? I mean, because if you're gonna do it right, do it right. Um, no, I kept it a little West Indian and lit some mango butter incense while they're okay. Were, oh, yeah, you ain't do you dragon's know. blood. Oh, um, yes, I always do dragon's blood, that goes without saying. Okay. There's a place here that sells simmer pots. Ooh. As well as lit my dragon's blood incense. Yo, we are not playing around for the later half. 
Q4? Of this Q4? You think I'm... Yo, y'all had me fucked up in Q3. Y'all really had me fucked up in Q3, but Q4? Who baby? Speaking of babies, I hate this episode. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that it was the very next episode makes me so mad because, ooh, you know what? Let's get into this because I don't make this point get seamless. So, guys, we are up to season three, episode two, Once Upon a Time. The original air date is October 19th, 2000. And the writer is Krista Bernoff. She played background as a story editor for episodes one and two, but she has written a total of 50 episodes. Um, and if her name sounds familiar, you'll know why. She has a total of 16 writing credits, including Shameless and Grey's Anatomy. And this is not an endor- endorsement, simply noting her dramatic pen. Because... She went from Charmed to Grey's Anatomy, and um, McGee oh, that's why, that's why I know her. Not necessarily for Grey's Anatomy, but for the reason Scandal? that she left Charmed. Nope, for the reason that she left Charmed. I'm like, her oh. name sounds really familiar. And when I was looking up something else, her name had popped up last week. Ah, uh, but like when McDreamy and uh, Meredith broke up, every time they broke up, it was never the next episode. They got back together. They either got back together mid-season, two seasons later, a half a seat. Yo, she learned because it was it made no sense for them to get right back together. You had the time. Oh, I can see why from that point of view because they were always Are on we- probation. But they were always on probation. And basically the elders were like, so y'all still can't get married. Y'all can go. Y'all can go back dating, and y'all can hold hands and go to the movies and have buttery popcorn. But y'all can't. Y'all can't like. All they did was reset what they originally said that they could do. That was it. That was it. There was no. There was no hand fasting. But they were like, mm, she almost killed a child. Look at this bitch. We gotta give her something. It's wild. That is wild. It took you about to kill a child to be like. Maybe Leo ain't all. Maybe he ain't all that. Well, I feel for her, I did feel for her because I think in that. I mean, when we'll get there, we could talk about it, but I felt for her. And the fact that she had all that blame on her shoulders, absolutely the fuck not. My little Scorpio self would have been throwing shit around like, see, if y'all gave me what the fuck I want, we wouldn't be in this position. Now look, now look at us. Look at us looking at each other like idiots. See? <laughs> anyway, the director <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> Joel J. Fun and Bomb, full credits in season two, episode 19, Ex Libris. Uh, What happened? No, continue. I'll bring Uh, it up later. The guest stars, Rachel David as Kate, 12 credits, last one in 2021. Bodie and Bliss as Abby, 50 credits, last one in 2022. Nancy Everhart is Jana, 45 credits, last one in 2006. Uh, Tony Carriero as Bill, 46 credits, last one in 2017. Michael Bailey Smith as Balthazar. Ooh, we finally get him. Uh, 102 total credits, the last one in 2022. 
Jake <laughs> Dinweidel as the fairy. 15 total credits. Last one in 2009. And last but not least, Scout Taylor Compton as Thistle. Still working in 2023 and has a total of 97 credits. What's up? So I wanted to bring up something before we get started. Oh, so our, as our we all know, yes, as we all know, Ray handles most of our TikTok, like 99.9% of our TikTok media content. And um, somebody had brought up something that we had talked about on a previous episode. I don't want to say her name because like her full name, and I hate that TikTok does that now where they no longer show your like username. So I'm not going to say her name, not because we don't love you, but you know, I want to make sure you have your privacy. Um, the reason why Candace left was because she didn't like that Cole was staying and because it was moving from um, the power of three, which also brings into why Krista actually leaves in season five as well. So it became more of the power of three and the the sisterhood of the girls and them growing and maturing. Um, and it mm-hmm. moved into how can we get these girls naked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, the, and you'll bring it. I'm sure you'll bring it up again. But the episode that does that is the one where uh, Phoebe becomes Jeez. a siren. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But because I don't think that I would have watched past season three if we didn't get a Cole. Because I think Cole kind of brings continuity to the season versus the demon of the week. And yes. some of those earlier episodes are wild. <laughs> yes. Also. Yes. Season three is the season, but season four. Season four. Season four opener is just. the fa- It makes me mad. Like it honestly, it pisses me off that like, CWWB, whatever you want to call it, didn't get the um, recognition it should have, like for acting. Like in later seasons, they did. Um, mm-hmm. Rachel Bloom won for, she won like an Emmy for uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Gina Torres won for Jane the Virgin. But like, <laughs> Emmy, but you yeah. know how I, my hate lovely Gina Torres. But anyway, um, but the acting in season four, how dare you leave me, should have been submitted for like an Emmy, Golden Globe. Um, when Cole, when Cole actually bites the dust, spoiler alert, should have been submitted. That is top notch acting, and you can't tell me otherwise. Can't tell you otherwise. Yeah. If like, I mean, speaking of, I want to say, and I wanted to bring it up, and I almost forgot. I'm glad you brought it up. So. Um, I actually could not find, so obviously we know that I have the DVD set, right? I can't mm-hmm. find any of my controllers. So my PlayStation controller downstairs is missing. Mm-hmm. I think the baby unplugged my Xbox one controller because mm-hmm. I have not the controller, but the plug itself. Cause I have mm-hmm. the brick, but mm-hmm. the power cord's missing. So I ended up having to resubscribe to Peacock. They pulled me back in. So as I, when I resubscribed, I guess I hadn't finish i had ended up re-watching it because it took us so long to record that episode mm-hmm. so cole is telling what we end up knowing as a triad later on but cole ends up telling the triad you know like phoebe's gonna be my way in 
And that last 45 seconds, the way he acted in the scene and like his facial movements, mm-hmm. and he zoomed in on his, ah, like you knew this man was going to take her down. And more in this episode too, because remember, yes. and we talked, matter of fact, we talked about it and I could, and it's a trivia thing, but it's part of the conversation. So when Cole um, calls Phoebe to ask her out, he's referencing his file on her that contains her likes, including her favorite film, Kill It Before It Dies, her favorite art, uh, Birth of Venus, Sandro Bocelli, favorite book, Sensibility, her favorite song, Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. So, like, this man literally... work. He put in... And that's what we said last week. Like, he really embodied the role of, like, Cole Turner D.A. Like, this man was really going to court. He was really, like, doing what he needed to do to be a human in her eyes. And a good boyfriend, right? Like, shit. Oh, fuck, man. They don't make them like they used to. They don't. <laughs> they don't stalk like they used to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. I mm-hmm. have to send you. I have to see if I can find it. I meant to send it to you, and I actually swiped out of it. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you seen the TikTok trend going around, going around about, like, what... Um, what event in your life completely changed the trajectory of your life? And this girl talks about how she went on a date with this guy and they only had two dates. And after the second date, she was like, you know, this isn't going to work out. And he proceeds to stalk her for nine fucking months. And she had to like move. And it wasn't until she like registered to vote. And when she registered to vote, it put her back on his fucking like radar. And the cops were useless. Yo, the cops the cops said they talked to him and he seemed like a nice guy. So it must have been a misunderstanding after she gave them the file where he was like, the cops ain't gonna do shit. I'm making a plan and you're gonna end up dead and nobody's gonna care. Like, what? Yeah. 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 I love that our FYPs be so similar, but so, so different. All right. Anything else before we get into this plot? Um, yeah. So in the Honeymoon's Over season three, episode one, Phoebe says to herself, I have to get a cell phone. And she's got her cell phone by the start of this episode. Who's paying for that? Prue? Piper? She, do they have family plans back then? I don't remember. Um, anyway, oh, uh, let's just hop into the episode. (laughs) We're at P3. Piper is behind the bar and Leo comes to like, see, he's like, we got to talk. We got to talk. It's important. And she's like, I haven't seen you in a whole week. Like we haven't kissed an entire week. And the first thing you want to do is tell me like, we got to talk. It's important. And we find out that he is saying goodbye. Uppers, upstairs. Nah, this ain't gonna work out. They don't want them to be together anymore. And he does it in P3. Where it's loud and noisy. And she can't really say what she wants to say. Because she's running a bar. And he ends up like orbing out. In the middle of the dance floor. So everybody's looking at her and looking at where he used to be standing. It was pure chaotic. On top of the fact that 
how they filmed it, everything started to slow down as they were having the conversation. So like the background was all slow. And so you're really trying to focus on the things that Leo and Piper were saying. And then Prue comes into the scene and she's also slow. But then we find out that it's a dream. She comes in like such a big sister. And I know that energy came through in that dream because she like, even though it was slow-mo, Prue came in looking so concerned and so like, I'm whoever did it, I'm gonna beat their ass. But like, Piper, you want to know how oh, I she, knew it was a dream before we even he got to her waking up? Because he orbed in, in the middle of a crowded dance floor. No, not even that because her hair was done. Like she looked super cute. Like her hair was pulled up into this like faux hawk and her makeup was done really, really nice. Like you could see the similarity between Piper. Like, oh, okay, they could definitely pass as sisters. She looked super cute. And I was like, they don't treat my girl like this in in, in reality. She don't treat herself like that in reality. It's because of this man. Did you see how, oh, it makes me so upset. Like, and I understand you can see like Phoebe dressing a lot more cuter and a lot more flirtier because she's talking to the DA. Mm-hmm. And you can see like Prue dressing like less of a boss ass bitch, but still a boss ass bitch because it's Prue. Like, but every time the... this girl go through something with this man. One of the charmed accounts I follow on Instagram, like they pa- they post like all the fashion. From the from different episodes, and they posted the like the dress she wore for their their failed wedding, and Prue is still rocking these labels. So like she is still a boss ass bitch, but she's like she is she's giving she's dressing like soft light. She's giving soft light Prue. Yes, and because she still got she still got that money. She still got that Buckland's money. But she don't got that buckling stress. Right. Please send me that. Because I've been looking for one. I don't know how I've missed it. Please send me that. Because if I could dress like Prue in the real world, you know me. A little Prue. A little Phoebe. A little Piper when she not stressing over man. That's who I am on the inside. And it's the man that she's stressing over. I was so mad. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But I will say, I will move on very, very quickly. I will say, and I was saying it as I watched the episode, she didn't look like that when she was with Dan. All right. So now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. While she's over here <laughs> dreaming about Leo breaking her heart and lo- and breaking up with her, because that's what he did. Blink. That's what he did. You know what it, you know what's fucked up? He, because she was dreaming, she was having a good old dream, she was at work, and he was just going to orbit and be like, baby, I miss you, and she was, de- she was prepared for the, for the sex dream, she was prepared for it, She's pre- and she he showed up to break up with her, and what would have been a fucking sex dream. What I tell you about hitting on that table? What I tell you about hitting on that table? Why that? Why that? <laughs> but I had to enunciate. I had to <laughs> enunciate. Well, like, but you see, he ain't shit. He ain't never gonna be shit. Yo, I hate him. Cause like, it's not even like he came back with the Riz. He came back and he was like, whatever you, oh, makes me so mad. Anyway, while she was having having this stupid ass dream, tell me why 
The Riddle by Paul Van Dyke was playing. Now we can move on. Now we can move on. Prue's consoling her. While Prue was trying to tell her, look, baby girl, everything going to be all right. <laughs> Phoebe calls and Phoebe is driving Prue. First of all, if you got my car, if you got my car, don't ever come to me with that fucking shit. Don't you ever in your life answer the phone like I'm bothering you. Bitch, you have my whip. Are you dumb? My BMW. I'm doing you a favor so you don't have to have your ass on whatever San Francisco MTA is and bring your ass home late at night because you want to take night classes because you ain't do college when you were supposed to. And then, as somebody who is a late student, would you, if Mel lent you the car, would you act like that? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have called him. Let let Mel let Mel let me drive that bus. Say it's a wrap. Let me learn how to drive this ship. It's a wrap. Fruit, fruit, bitch. But I'm saying, like, girl, yes, I'm gonna have your car. I'm gonna have your car back. You see. She had half an episode with me. You give these bitches an inch and they take a yard. <laughs> Prue was trying to let her know exactly what was going on with Piper. She's like, you know, I think we need to be here for her. And I don't think Phoebe really, Phoebe didn't really care too much. The whole conversation and Prue was trying to fill her in. Phoebe not paying attention to the road and almost hits this little girl. Like, first of all, I was like, why is this little girl out in the middle of the street at like 11 o'clock at night? What is going on? Where are her parents? But it's like, it's an am I the asshole letter waiting to happen? Am I the asshole for divorcing my husband because my daughter ran away with her imaginary fairy and almost got hit by a car? Oh my gosh. So. This little girl is like fighting the air, holding this. This like it looks like a jury box. He's like fighting the air. You can't have it. You can't have it. And Phoebe runs out to try to help her. Phoebe can't see these creatures. One of these creatures ends up like scratching the little girl on the arm, and Phoebe is comforting her in the middle of the road in the middle of the night. I was can y'all take this to the side so both of y'all don't get hit? What like? Have some common sense. Oh. It is freebie Hollowell. Ain't no common sense. They go they go back to the house. So Phoebe takes her back to the house. Where is your stranger danger, little girl? What's that? They go back to the house and the sisters make her hot chocolate and they give her cookies. And Phoebe is trying to like get Kate's coat from the car, but the keys where they should have been hanging up weren't hanging up. <laughs> Piper's just whatever. She don't give a fuck. But Prue is looking at Phoebe like, where the fuck are my keys? And she's like, I swore I put them here. I swore I hung them back where they were supposed to be. And Kate's like, oh, it's the fairies. They took them. But she's like, wait a minute. When they try to like ask her more questions, she's like, I'm not allowed to talk about fairies. And she's such a little girl. Like, why are you not letting us little girl talk about fairies? She's not that old. I mean, shit. We sit over here doing all this stuff. Like, why Why she can't talk about fairies? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, if you think... I'm gonna say, I, we'll, we'll get to that scene. So, Kate's mom and her... And she wanted to let them know, this is not my dad, right? So, Kate's mom and her stepfather come and grow up. She said, this is not... This is not my daddy. 
this is a man that my mother decided to marry. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. But when they arrive and the girls open the door, they're standing in the door frame. And she's like, you need to get out of the in-between. You need to get out of the tween. And we find out that's where the trolls live. The trolls live in the in-between. Her mom kind of blows her off, but they do step inside of the house. Kate's the only one who can see the trolls. And so Kate... First of all, Kate's mom is explaining to random strangers that Kate has regressed since the divorce. To be fair, to be fair, if I picked up your child in the middle of the road, you will have to give me some explanation so I don't call the cops. You lucky. You lucky I don't call the cops. You blame on the daughter, though, where she was like, oh, it's because, like, even if she had regressed, why is she out in these streets by in the middle of the night by herself? How did she make it down the stairs? What are you doing? You lucky. Skin. You lucky you got here before Daryl did because, bitch, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It was like, oh, she regressed because me and her dad broke up. I, one, how long is it that you and your dad have been her, you and her dad have been divorced, that you've already married somebody else. I clearly feel like this divorce Whether is on your you, ma'am. partner becomes the partner. Right. This is on you, ma'am. This is on you. Yo. <laughs> it's wild that they really gave Kate back and didn't call Daryl because this woman, now, I'm not going to make that joke, but this woman don't seem to care about her kid just wandering the streets. Did not care at all. Just hopping into the car and randomly tried to like pick her up. And there was a little hesitation. She was like, mm, "Why are you touching me?" I'd have been like, "Call Daryl." You know Call what? Tarot. I made the joke on Twitter that Piper will call the cops on a cookout. Piper should have called the cops on this parents. You know what? She wanted, I don't want to deal with nothing magical. You could have just called Daryl and be like, yo, child abandonment and been done with it. Episode over. But also, let's give her the benefit of the doubt, right? That it's been some time since she married her affair partner. If you think that your child has regressed, why have you not called like a therapist? Why have you not? done anything to help your child move past this regression nothing because you two in love see they shouldn't have given back that child it's her fault so piper is being piper and piper's like i don't believe none of this little girl saying fairies ain't real fuck this shit but prue and phoebe go a wendigo shut your ass up it's, it is and we've said this before in previous episodes in the previous seasons like you guys are witches you call on the power of three, you are actively fucking an angel. You are actively, <laughs> you are actively fucking a dead man. Word. That's what we're going to go with. That's, that's as what we're going to As per next week's episode. Yes. That man is a dead man. Let's be honest. He died. How do you become an angel? You have to die. This man is a dead man. We couldn't just go with, we just couldn't stick with White Lighter. Because he ain't no angel. We could call him a White Lighter, but he ain't no angel. He's a bum. He's a loser. As that girl said, I'm gonna... he could not accumulate any wealth. 
You died in World War Two, and you still ain't got no money. You a bum. You a loser. This is why we don't do Sunday night episodes because they become chaotic because we are so tired. I'm trying so hard to get my hair done and not cry on this podcast. My damn headphones keep popping out. Yo, I'm going to do a super clip of all the times my headphones popped out during this episode. Do you not get episode. over ear headphones and move I'm going on with to. your life? I'm going to. <laughs> anyway. I am moving past this. Anyway, so for all of the things that they have encountered in the last three years, for Piper to just be like, oh, I didn't believe in theories. I'm so sick of these sisters saying that. Clearly, you need to suspend your belief. You dealt with a man bird and a lady wolf last week, but fairies is too far for you. I mean, trivia. This is the first time we deal with anything like anything fantasy even though I would say the whole thing is fantasy but that's neither neither here nor there but this is can the I ask you a question yeah and I feel like this is going to take it off the rail so I apologize if it does you ready yes you think Piper has a necromancy kink wait what you think Piper has like a necromancy kink um <laughs> I'ma just say right? she, her, she her granddaughter she her grandmama's granddaughter yeah that's how it go because in later episodes her grandmother literally is like I know he a necromancer but I love him I mean the reason why I say that is because season one, she fell in love with a dead dude and his mm-hmm. ghost. <laughs> and now she's in love with a dead dude that turned into an angel. Once upon a time, a.k.a. Piper can't be trusted in the funeral home. <laughs> going to share a Zoom with these people. Ever? Oh... Oh, I'll be in a comment section and I know one day somebody's going to play the wrong clip for them. <laughs> they're going to come across a TikTok. Somebody's going to tag them and they're going to be like, I want them gone. It's going to be do, like, it's going to be like a list. It's going to be like one of them. And excuse me for bringing this man up. One of them like, R. Kelly interviews where he had them list of questions. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm oh, moving shit. on. I'm moving on. Oh god, I hate you. I hate you so much. So <laughs> Phoebe. Five like little paintings of their old imaginary friend named Lily. Uh-huh. In their attic, and shout out to Kiko and the other kid. Now, our Phoebe, our Phoebe used to have imaginary friends, and one day they got in a spaceship and left. So, shout out to them. But they could only find information on fairies and trolls in the children's book. There was nothing in the Book of Shadows, and 
Prue was like, well, there's, you know, why is that? Like, why are we only finding it in children's books? And Phoebe's like, because, because the book of shadows written by adults and adults can't see fairies. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was very interesting. There is, and I don't follow her anymore. That's But there used to be a woman. There used to be a woman on TikTok whose daughter saw fairies. And I don't know, you know, like sometimes people like do stuff to get followers, but she had Mm -hmm. a whole like fairy thing outside their house, which I would never. I know a couple of years ago that was huge in cottage core, but I would never do it. I'm good. (laughs) But she had a whole big thing. Notes is um, that like it makes sense, like it's right. Phoebe's correct. Because adults can't see fairies, they wouldn't be anything in the book sh- in the book of shadows. But that doesn't make any sense because people have made people make deals with fairies all the time. So how do you make deals with a fairy as an adult? We never said if you that can't tra- see them. Are we doing a supernatural podcast or are we doing a charm podcast? Okay, fine, fine. So we find out what the in between is. The in between is the fairies and trolls live in a parallel world and it's separated by light and dark. But when you walk into like door frames and stuff like that, that's where the veil is thin and mm-hmm. that's where they live when you go through the between. Okay. So they're like, we're going to go back to Kate's house and we're going to talk to Kate because that's not fucking strange and weird, guys. I mean, you know, is it? I'm going to check up on the girl who I almost hit with a car. As Prue and Phoebe are getting ready to go to Kate's house, Cole calls. And Prue's like, it's your boyfriend. And he's like, isn't that my boyfriend? And Cole's like, who's your boyfriend? And it was really cute. She's like, oh, it's the mailman. You know, Prue and I just have this thing. It was really cute. That man is fine. Mm. So anyway, they're talking. That's how you stalk. Right? And he's being all like sweet and loving and like a goody two-shoe and he's like, oh, look at me. I sound like Billy Appleby. And she's like, oh, and giggling and you can see her start to blush. But on the flip side, he has this whole stalker list, as Ray was saying earlier, of all of the information that the triad and the demons have gotten on Phoebe. But I mean, you know, I feel like if you want to swoon a girl, you need to swoon her right. Like, he is a demonic golden retriever. This is how you use your Google searches for good people. Like, (laughs) oh, I saw you posted a picture of, and you said lilies were your favorite. So I got you lilies for our first date. Boom. Boom. One margarita. No. No? (laughs) Not off of lilies? Not off of lilies. I do like Lily's though. See? See? Um, yeah, don't take margaritas anymore. <laughs> so remember, Billy Appleby is from the protagonist, Kill It Before It Dies. Cole is trying to get her to meet at the manor, but Prue is like, excuse me, but Phoebe's like, let's just meet at P3. And he's like, okay. But you can see the wheels in Cole's head turning. You can see. Wheels keep on turning. Turning. Continue. Okay. <laughs> well, so Phoebe shows Piper the old drawings of Lily because that was also Piper's imaginary friend. And that that's not a connection that all three of them have the same imaginary friend. 
Well, I don't care. Says, she's like, I feel that one of us have it, and the other one, this, like, it has made us all believe it. Like, right, right. Piper don't give a shit. Piper, Piper says, um, she's not going with Kate. She don't really care. Like, they came into my life. They ruined my life. F that. F this. Um, I'm not doing anything for them anymore. And she walks out. I know. I don't know if I do. Because I get it. But, like, what if Grams didn't bind your powers? What do you mean? Like, you were always a witch. This was always, like, you, you were always going to have to deal with this. It's It seems like a hindrance now because it happened later on in life. So you have to, like, you haven't had enough time to deal with, like, how to be a, a woman and a witch. But I see that. If, if Ramson didn't bind your powers. But I think on the flip side too, she also didn't add. It's one thing to, I think, be a powerful witch. Mm-hmm. And it's another thing to be forced to have the power of three and now be forced into all of these rules and regulations that if she was just a normal witch, she probably wouldn't have. She's forced Fair. to do upstairs bidding they've barely talked to her they've given her a weak ass punk ass white lighter who is broke and now she can't even sleep with him or be with him so i mean when you look on it like out out of everything that she's given them is she really getting back the same i guess i mean you (laughs) took you gave up dan for leo and as 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 we know, Leo ain't the only white lighter out there. So like, you could have, you know, little. I'm looking for a new white lighter. Can I can I get him back if I decide I want him back? Like, that would have been dope. That would have been a storyline. Fuck Dan and Leo. Leo and another better white lighter. Oh, if Dan was a white lighter, no question. No question. That would be good. Oh, like her falling in love with... T- she probably still would have picked Leo, though. Because, you know, they love giving us struggle love. Okay, Tyler Perry. <laughs> anyway, Piper's on strike. So we're at Kate's house now. And we're seeing all of the... She's drawing detailed pictures of the trolls. And so they're asking Kate, basically, what you know about fairies? Because we don't know nothing. So what you know about fairies? We find out that she is protect- protecting Thistle, who is a fairy princess from the trolls who want to rule the Enchanted Kingdom. So the fairies rule what's the Enchanted Kingdom in this other parallel world, and the trolls are mad that they can't rule, and so they want to steal Thistle from her parents. So when Prue and Phoebe try to get to see Thistle, they can't. So it's just open boxes. (laughs) But Thistle ends up talking to her, talking to Kate. It's so cute because she like holds the box up, and she's like, well, if you really believe... All you have to do is be innocent and we can show you what she looks like. So she goes in and she gets like fairy dust and she sprinkles Prue and Phoebe with fairy dust. And now they're in. And this is one of my favorite scenes. There's this scene and another scene, but this one's one of my favorite scenes of the episode because the way that they automatically turn on that like childlike wonder and they're both giggling, it's crazy how much they like supposedly hated each other in the background and in the scenes. Because this was really cute. What are your thoughts? I feel that, like, I said this once season three started, that, like, I wanted to see, like, look for the signs of Shannon being, like, I don't care. 
And we are literally watching somebody's, like, the person I hate is about to, like, be out of the office. And none of you know that Shannon wanted to leave since season two. It's like, oh, okay. I'm free. My contract is almost up. How many more episodes is it? I don't care. I'm going to give you... I feel free, so I can just give whatever all of me, all of the acting. And I feel like that's what we're getting now. And it's so good. It was it was so cute. There's a a snippet. And if I send it, if I can find this like a big snippet of I'll send it to you so you can post it on the on social media. Mm-hmm. But they clearly see Thistle and like how the two girls faces are both Bloody. childlike but both differ. So like Phoebe is like this shock and wonder and mm-hmm. and uh Prue's face is very like lit up and like in awe. They did it a very good job in this one scene. I loved it. We now know that they can see Thistle because they're innocent. Kate gives Phoebe the key to Thistle's box. And this is another one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> the girls have arrived at P3. Okay. <laughs> and Piper shows up and the bartender is the bartender important? Because she reminds me yes. of... Yes. Okay. We, she reminds it... me of the girl from She's All That. Sherry Appleby? Sherry Appleby. No. The bartender? I know who you're talking about. I'm trying to think of her name. The, the bartender's Rachel name Lee. is actually Abby. She's important because we see her in a later episode. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, they've zoomed in a lot on her, but she definitely reminded me of like the Rachel, Rachel Lee character. That's her... Sorry, yeah, and like, she's all that. So like Sherry Appleby was uh, Roswell. No, uh-huh. she's all that. Piper shows up, and the girls have had a blast at P three. The bartender it's thinks she's your child. child. They're they're definitely my child. Yeah. They saw a mic and lost their minds. Oh, yes. And they're singing if, they're, if you're happy that you know. Can you imagine the Yelp review that night? The owner's sisters or two of the owners came in very drunk singing Pharaoh Jaca. After my third half-off cocktail, wasn't really that bad. Two stars. <laughs> Piper tells the bartender to cut the mic and to turn up the music, which I don't know why the bartender. Bart- She's the manager. You keep calling her the bartender. She's the manager. That makes it even worse. Like, why didn't you do? Like, why do I have to show up to tell you to cut their mic off and turn up the music? Why did you well, allow this to go I, on I, for so long? I feel that like she will be. Pl- she's playing the. They're her sisters, so I don't really want to piss off my... Like, I don't want to, you know, do that. They're my boss's sisters. I can't... I can't tell them no. <laughs> We've seen Bar Rescue. We know how it happens. Right, right. So Piper goes up to them, and they're trying to explain to her about the fairy, and that they saw a fairy, and she's like, ah, and she freezes the entire room. Piper thinks they're full of shit, basically. <laughs> And Phoebe tries to fairy dust her and it does not work. She does not believe in uh, fairies. There is no innocence. There is no wonder in Piper. Piper is rage and aggression at this point. (laughs) 
Prue and Phoebe do try to get her to help the little girl. Um, Piper's not really feeling it, but she goes and she's like, wait for me in the parking lot and go get a cab and go home and wait for me at the banner. I'm just like, you want your drunk your drunk sister should just be waiting in a parking lot for a random cab, you know? Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so as Prue and Phoebe are trying to walk out the door, they dodge several trolls that are in the, the door frame. They do find that the manor is intimidating because of all the doorways that are there. And the doorbell rings and it's cold. Uh-huh. And Phoebe's like, you're not supposed to be here. I remember they are so innocent and childlike, so they're super giggly and cold. It's like that. I'm like, what the fuck? But again, he wasn't supposed to be here. They were supposed to meet at the manor. Why are you here, bro? Why? Excuse me, Epi three. Why are you here? Why? Why are you here? And he's like, oh, it must have. I must have got confused. Mm. But he's like, you know, it's a long. It's a long way home. So can I use your bathroom? And Phoebe responds. Number one or number two. And you know what? You know what? I don't know. Why? Why? I don't know how to prepare myself. Which bathroom are you using? Because if it's number one, you can use the one downstairs. If it's number two, then you got to go upstairs. He's like, you're going to make a tootie. And Cole is looking at him like, what have I gotten myself into? What is wrong? Like these are supposed to be the powerful witches that have defeated all these demons. But he goes to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. He locks the door and he uh, transports himself up into the attic. So this scene, we actually see the Book of Shadows. Is it this scene where he goes? Right before we get into the Book of Shadows. Right before, yeah, right before we get to the Book of Shadows. Uh, Prue and Kate have walkie-talkies and they've been talking back and forth on the walkie-talkie. Kate finds out that the dust did not work on Piper and Kate says it's probably because, because she, she doesn't believe in theories. And that's where we get Cole trying to take the book and the book is like, bitch, I don't know you. So we see the Book of Shadows at its strongest at this point. In season one, the book is grabbed by a shapeshifter and thank you for not morphing, but it stops a de- demon from leaving with it. Abraxas took it in season two and kept it in another plane within the manor in witch trial. And in season three, now you can't even touch it. And mm-hmm. this is probably because the sister's powers are stronger, thus the book is stronger. He turns into Balthazar. This is the very first time, guys, that we see this man as Balthazar. And my heart, yet again, the little triple B. I don't know why I think Balthazar is hot because he's not. <laughs> but he is so I thought this rewatch it would be different because like we're watching it through a different <laughs> lens. Nah, I, I still take both of them down. Both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is somewhere out there where there is a oh, cold Balthazar fan fiction, and it is nasty. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So. All right. I'm ashamed of myself for thinking it, but okay. since I already have the thought, okay, I'm saying it. I'm sharing it with the class. Uh-huh. You think, like, you know how Piper be freezing Leo? Uh-huh. You think Phoebe be slapping Cole and punching him? 
He's trying to fuck his under sex. Yeah. Okay, I've definitely had that thought. I definitely had that thought. Because you know Balthazar. It's been confirmed. It's been a future episode confirms it. Okay. I remember she like she, she mm, I remember. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. So nasty. <laughs> so he tries to reach for the book again the book slides away from him yet again Prue and Phoebe think that it's a troll upstairs in the attic and so they go upstairs but it's actually Balthazar we don't know his name yet we already know him as Balthazar but this is just Cole in his demon form and he shimmers away the trolls use this opportunity to attack because Phoebe is in the door frame they steal they were all first of all, them trolls are nasty. Like in that by her clavicle. By her clavicle. Why are you all the way down here looking? You are a nasty troll. You ain't got no manners. That's that's why y'all can't run the kingdom. Because y'all are nasty. Mm-mm. And this was Krista's first scene. I mean, her she was like, Oh, y'all gonna try to sexualize anything. Hey. Who are you in season two, sister? Where we literally saw Prue's nipples. Where were you in season two? Because I remember. So not only did they take the key, but they were like, fuck y'all bitches, and threw them down the stairs. (laughs) So the rough landing ends up kind of, I guess, knocking the fairy dust off of them and knocking them back into normal. And Cole is like, are y'all? Y'all okay? Y'all good? Which leads to my favorite crew line of of all time. Go ahead. Stairs are sobering and they are and they fucking are as a former drunk bitch let me tell you i have fallen down some stairs and immediately gotten sober bro (laughs) and then cole phoebe ushers cole out and cole says um I'll try this again another time. And I was like, oh, look at the double entendre. As much as I say I hate this episode, maybe I do kind of like it. It's like when you take the, oh my God. The fairy out? No, when you take the Piper out of this episode, it is a good episode. I actually like the Piper part of the episode. I just don't like the fairy. Kate bothers me. And maybe it's because of Kate's mom, but Kate bothers me. Like, I need baby girl. I need you to see a therapist. Yeah, Kate definitely needs a therapist because, you know, she's dealing with other stuff besides, like, this strange man. My mom's a fair partner. Right. Now being my stepdaddy. But, like, Prue and Phoebe are fun. Think back of Power of Two. That was a good they episode. Are fun. Yeah, that was a good episode. <laughs> they, are, they are a fun pair. Like, you take the Piper Leo out of it. Like, if we had maybe a little less Kate and Thistle, like, you still need, they still need, uh, like, an uh, innocent to save. Right, so right, So you can't right, get rid right. of them. But you take out all that, my man, my man, my man. It is a phenomenal episode. So they go back upstairs, because they are now <laughs> sober. And the fairy dust is worn off. And they need to be able to see Thistle and the trolls to fight them. They, obviously, there is nothing in the Book of Shadows that can help them see the fairies and the trolls, but Prue gets the great, great idea to, like, put together, like, what Break cannot be seen. 
Right. They put all of these spells together, including the power of three spell, which I'd be like, girl, your, your sister just told you she was on strike. Why would you use the power of three spell? But whatever. Because they're trying to distract her from her whack-ass man. <laughs> so while she's putting together this spell, Phoebe is trying to reason with Piper. But while she's on the phone, Piper, trolls are like, oh, you thought we were coming just for your sisters? Nah, bitch, we coming for you too. And have attacked Piper. Trips Piper when she's carrying the glasses. When Piper tries to pick up the glasses, they like jab her her finger with one of the broken shards. Then when she goes to the... Oh, sorry. Then when she goes to like go to the the cash cash register, register, they slam her face. Yo, these trolls are wild. And the manager is like, are you okay? You good? She's like, I, I just need you to just take over. I'm going home. Um, then on top of that, when she tries to find her keys, the trolls have also hid her keys. Um, so that's why she was actually in the register to get the spare, and that's when the troll slams mm-hmm. on her hand. Piper goes outside. The trolls also then trip her when she goes outside. And she's looking at the skies and she's like, you raggedy sons of bitches, you raggedy motherfuckers. Like I've done everything for you motherfuckers and you've taken everything for me. All I want to do is like have a life outside of being your warrior princess and you won't give me that. And I'm going to stand in this spot until you give me Leo back and the stars twinkle and they're like, ha ha bitch, you can say all you want to because you're not getting him back tonight. Honestly, I take it back. this should go in the, you know, what I would change. But this is such a good scene. And like, this was yes, a good scene. I hate Leo. He's a scumbag, yada, yada, yada. But like, I am a good witch. I'm a good person. And damn it, I would have been a good wife. I mean, I'd be a great wife. She was ready. She was ready to have him only pay the light bill. And if that's what <laughs> she wanted to do, that that's what she should be allowed to do. You're wrong because he can't pay the light bill. He can fix the light. Whatever. Somehow, some way, the light will be on. Not Piper fucking living through a Quan's Mills fucking book. I have never read a Quan's Mills book. I haven't either, but it feels like it. <laughs> My sister and the handyman. I'm trying to think like what Tyler Perry, what Tyler Perry movie this would be. But she would have to date a, a dark-skinned black man first, or dark, or maybe an Italian if she want to keep it white, like an Italian before she gets. Me. Uh, I'm moving on. I'm just freaking the fuck out. Katie's trying to talk to them on the walkie-talkie. Like, hello, hello, y'all. See what time it is? Ding dong, ding dong, and we we are getting there. We are getting there. Midnight approaches and the trolls have arrived at Kate's house. It is wild. They are <laughs> they are ferocious. ferocious. While in the fuck out, the girls have entered Kate's room. They have already done the spell to be able to see the fairies and troll. When they enter the room, they can't see nothing. And they are getting it, they get their ass whooped by these trolls. Whooped. They cannot see it. So because they can't see it, Piper can't freeze them. The trolls now have the key. They have grabbed Thistle's box. They drag Kate under the bed and turn her into a fairy and take both of them. So by the time they end up trying to get under the bed, Kate and Thistle are gone. And Piper is upset. 
She blames herself for the failure of the spell because one, she doesn't believe in fairies and two, because she was also on the strike. So she was really only doing it because the other two sisters asked her to. Yeah. And she's like, while I am on strike, I didn't want Kate to be swept up in my strike. And that wasn't my intention to have this little girl hurt. And while Prue and Piper are having this conversation, Phoebe's like trying to get a vision from the bus. She's like, they never works when I need it to. Not my premonitions. Not my levitating. It never works. So as Prue and Piper are talking, the spell is finally beginning to work. And I guess Thistle's henchman or brother, whoever is in the window. And they take that opportunity to go and follow the fairy. And the fairy gets oh. to this cave. Oh, she said she froze Kate's parents. I was like, how long does your freezing last? Because Kate done got fucking thumped up, tossed aside. They got thumped <laughs> up, tossed aside, and these hoes are still frozen? And nah. went to the cave. Like you, I don't know. But anyway, the fair, once they get to the cave, the fairy's like, I'm out. This ain't where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> do what y'all need to do. And <laughs> this is so funny to me. <laughs> So the cave is troll central and there's bad trolls everywhere. And you see Kate and Thistle that's in a, they're like in a, a cage and there's a fire close to where the cage is. And the trolls are attacking them. Like step. Yo, they're acting like, they're acting like those bad guys in Zelda. But then it's like, even a funny part, like the first time they get a troll in the fire, and it, like, lights up blue. It looks like a lump of dirt. I don't know what they used to light the trolls up or to to show that the trolls were going on fire, but it is so funny. They are throwing the trolls in the fire. Phoebe finally is able to levitate, and then Prue, like, swats her over into the cage. And then after they get, like, all the, the trolls dead into the... I mean, they were just murdering these trolls. I mean, what else can you do? Like, they, there's no book of, there's no spell in the book of uh, shadows to tell them how to deal with trolls. So they finally rescue Kate and Thistle. Kate wants to stay a fairy, and Piper has Piper has took her back. And Piper's like, "Look, I know you've lost somebody that you love, but her daddy not dead. He just in a different house." I mean, but is is the affair partner letting her? Like, you don't know. That's the thing. Like, we don't know what's going on in Kate's household because her mom don't give a shit. I love that we've turned this into am I the asshole letter. I bet you that Kate's dad is on Reddit in like a relationship post trashing Kate's mom. I'm sure there was a help me out here, M35, female 34. Am I the asshole for wanting my daughter to be in therapy? Kate's probably the one who told her dad that she caught mommy kissing Santa Claus. M37 (laughs) was married to changing her name for anonymity. Barbara for 12 years. We have an eight-year-old Samantha who since the separation and now divorce, has been seeing fairies trying to run away from home in the middle of the night. 
regressing behavior. I booked her a therapist and her mom said, my daughter's not crazy. You're not going to label her. (laughs) You're an asshole for trying to label our daughter. Am I the asshole? So I asked you Reddit, (laughs) am I the asshole? For For more context, my ex-wife didn't think it was weird when my daughter jumped into a car with a random woman and that random woman was also like talking about <laughs> update after reading your suggestions i am going to file a case and go for it full could you imagine could you imagine though Kate telling her dad what happened after this night they found me in a cold <laughs> in a trophy that was on heavy medication okay he can't see nothing. <laughs> Yo. They call it ADHD. They call all sorts of shit. He can't see nothing. Update two. So I'm pretty sure the woman who my daughter ran into the car with tried to kidnap my daughter and had her on some hallucinogenics because she started talking about being turned into a fairy and trolls being caught on fire, but they turn blue when they get caught on fire. I don't know. Either way, the judge granted temporary custody. <laughs> temporary full custody. No, straight order against the system. <laughs> However, Rough. some some black cop, I don't know why color is necessary, but okay. ADA. <laughs> Got it. ADA said that there was nothing wrong. They were looking into laws on how to relocate out of San Francisco. (laughs) You guys know any good lawyers? PM. Anyway, so she becomes a human again and is now living with her dad. (laughs) We're back at the manor and the doorbell rings and the front porch is covered in wreaths and garlands and flowers and the fairies just want to thank them for saving Thistle and they go inside and oh, it looks like well they also returned everything that the trolls stole right so it almost looks like a hand fasting ceremony without the other person because she has like the wreath on her head mm-hmm. and the sisters are holding flowers. And so Piper is now starting to reflect on her marriage to Leo or the lack of a marriage to Leo and saying that, you know, maybe the uppers were right. Like maybe this is going to get into a way of me being part of the charmed ones because he's going to have to be gone for weeks at a time. I'm going to be concerned about where he is and that might, you know, interfere with the work that I have to do. And if they had lost Kate, she wouldn't have been able to live with herself. And so maybe I have to give up Leo. Maybe I have to give up Leo to, to be able to do her charm duties. Can I just say, so she gets up, she gets up, and she's, she's upset. There's nothing else you can say about that. She's upset. She gets upset. And when she goes into the other room where the stairs are, Leo orbs in on the steps. And I, to me, I was kind of upset because the uppers allowed her to flagellate herself before giving her back her man. Like, is it not enough that this man is poor and broke and can barely do her white, white lighter duties? Now she got to be flagellating herself like some fucking martyr to get this man back? Yeah. I don't I don't know what you don't understand. 
whatever. So they can't get married still. They are allowing them to continue to date like they were doing before. It's a reset. Phoebe was like, does this mean you guys are on probation? Phoebe don't have no... Read the room, Phoebe. Read the room. So they, you can clearly tell that they were going upstairs to uh, boy, make boy. up for lost time. Phoebe calls Cole, intending to leave a message. However, Cole is Man, in his office. 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 Mm. Going over his Phoebe files. Going, I mean, dedication. And they talk for a bit. He's gonna, he's gonna call her later. And then he stands up and he tells his shadow to give a message to the triad. Let him know that I am still in. We in there. We in there. This, mess, this, is, we, this, is, this is a go. <laughs> and uh, he puts his hand in, right, he put his hand in his pocket. And I, I don't know why that move was so sexy. He was talking to his shadow. He stood up and kind of put his hand in his pocket. And I was like, damn, daddy. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Okay, um, maybe I liked it a little bit. Maybe I did like this episode a little bit. So jumping into tweaks we would make, honestly, I would have re-edited the episode to have just a scene where she's like, I'm going on strike. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning scene where she has a dream, the I'm on strike scene, and then I'm a good witch, damn it. Girl, we don't need it. We heard it already. We don't care. Before. I was always Stephen A. Smith. Like, I'm here to tell you, we don't care. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Like, I were twinkling and I was like, they really don't give a shit. <laughs> was like, and I'm going to touch her hand when I say this. You're not special. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like you had re-edited a little bit more with less Piper in it and it's focused more on like the silliness of Phoebe and Prue. Like this was a good episode. I think I'm, I, I know what I'm going to rate it. It definitely would have be like an, it would have been an eight if we had less, less Piper crying over her man. Cause we, you cried in season two. You still crying in season three. Shut the fuck up. But she cries. I mean, that's literally her entire plot line throughout the in, in t- something doing with Leo gonna make this child cry every season. And I feel that like I know we like it has been what two seasons three seasons and like three episodes but like nothing leo has done is that like <clears throat> earth shattering this you is know? what love is like he i don't think he saved like he saved your life but like you can't have fruit taking the fucking charm ones out like that's if that was the case what why do we have a show but like nothing Leo has done has like warranted this level of obsession because if we being honest, you giving yourself to orgasms, all you doing is freezing him. That's all you doing. You doing the work. No. Oh my god. So I'm I'm gonna give it about a seven. I don't I did the fairy troll thing just besides the trolls getting lit up on fire, you know, I'm gonna give it seven out of ten. Trolls on fire, because other than that, I 
It could have been better. And again, I we have to get used to the fact that this is her entire plot line for the next what we season three, so the next five other seasons. Like just we gotta that's what it is. That's what it's gonna be, okay? She has signed herself up for this. Um, things I would change. Kate's mom being a better mom than Kate. <laughs> 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 um, I, what else? What else we got here? Um, I would say love interest chemistry, and if that's the only thing we're going here, like this will they won't they between Phoebe and Cole? While we know where it's going to end up, it's so cute. It's, it's like you. We shouldn't be rooting for him to like destroy her. Rooting for him at all. We want no. him to fail. But this man, like Rex and Hannah, he just picked up the baton from Rex and Hannah because them two, they were they were on it, but they weren't on it on it. Him, he's just like, all right, y'all try like demons. I'm gonna try like a man, and like a man he is. Mm-mm-mm. Damn, we toxic as fuck. We are fucking toxic. Like, maybe we should settle for a man who can only paint a life. <laughs> Um, with yeah, that, that man, you no- see that book though but did you see how big the book was of everything that he had on on, on feet man on that note hold on I'm also giving this a 7 out of 10 um sobering stairs because <laughs> this episode is it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's so good. Like, yes, we get Leo and all that wine, blah, 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 shit. But, like, it's... It's why we like the show. The men, the girls, the camaraderie. It's a good episode. Very quotable. Um, it is past both our bedtime. So, with that, some witches be hoes. Blessed be. Blessed be. Woohoo!